Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Food of It All podcast, episode number two, The Purpose. Um, so we are back another week this week with um, reaching out to you guys and helping you understand what the purpose of it all actually means. And so this week's agenda and topic is the purpose. Um, say he- your hellos. Hello. <laughs> She's shy today. Gotta... Very much so, y'all. It's <laughs> just giving shy today. But no, hello, you guys. I pray that you had a beautiful week. I pray that the word from last week has blessed you immensely and that this one does the same as we kind of dive into the purpose, what we all are always seek- seeking in life. Definitely. Um, you know, for me, the purpose has been something that I had issues with and I um, fought with for many years of trying to figure out, well, what my purpose is in life is. And, um, you know, this pro- podcast, The Food of It All, kind of is a way of helping me live out my purpose mm-hmm. because for a long time, many people have, have said to me that, you know, I should I should speak and I should mm-hmm. use my voice in some way, but I never knew um, what it is or how I should go about using my voice and using a platform. And so um, glory be to God first and foremost mm-hmm. for giving us this platform and giving us an opportunity to just kind of speak and, you know, share, you know, whatever it is that God has it for us to share. And so, you know, the purpose can mean so many things. I gotta pause you for a second. Sure. Because with what you were saying anyway, what is your purpose? Um, so my purpose is... First and foremost, to uh, serve God. And I never understood that. I always thought that it was a career. It was a, um, you know, something involving money or something involving having to, you know, um, figure out something with worldly dominion, you know, in in terms of just um, being successful. So do you think... In now finding your purpose, you redefine what success means to you? Yeah, I definitely have redefined what success means because I had a lot of sleepless nights Mm -hmm. trying to determine what success is and how I could be successful. And when you look at so many people out there, when you look at, you know, Instagram and Twitter and, and, you know, YouTube and basically all the social media, um, man, we, we quickly try to equate purpose equates success with money and fame. Yeah, I always thought like, well, why isn't, why ain't I in those people's mm. positions? And why why isn't success coming to me? Yeah, and it's just, it, it, it made me feel really down. It made me feel unpurposeful because I felt lost trying to figure out, well, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? How come those people are there? How come those people are being successful? And like, I, I deserve success too, you know? Do you think there's purpose in where you are right now? There's definitely purpose in where I am. And I had to sit back and realize that first and foremost, purpose is where God wants you to be, what God wants you to do. You know what I mean? And so when I when I understood that with what God wants me to do, it turned into a calling and turned into a passion and turned, in, and turned into allowing God to use me for his will and for whatever he, you know, deemed me to do. Um, he gave us all gifts. You know, and so a part of my gift is being able to speak and a part of my gift is wanting to, you know, um, direct people in a way that it's not perfect, but direct people to do things the right way. You know, and so a lot of people always say, okay, well, what makes 
your way, way the right way. And, you know, for me, it's, it's always about it feeling good in, mm. in the heart, mm -hmm. in the spirit, in the mind. If it feels good, then obviously it's the, it's the right way. Um, but it can only be the right way if you're connected with God. Because yeah. someone's right way, you know, for instance, going out and shooting up the place or shooting up a movie theater or shooting up a Walmart. In their mind, that's the right way, right? But because they're not connected to God and because God is not in their spirit, you know, that obviously is not the right way. But I think we all we all know what the right way is. Sometimes we're just troubled or sometimes we're just, you know, out of tune and touch with, you know, reality that it sets us apart and changes our views on, on what the right way really is. So what do you think hindered you from understanding your purpose? Looking at everyone else, you know, that's what hindered me from understanding my purpose was just looking at everyone else looking at What everyone else thought I should be doing, you know, that was one of the main things that everyone I always ask everyone Well, what do you think I should do or what do you think? What do you see me doing? Because I couldn't figure it out on my own You know, I couldn't figure out my purpose on my own and and even though I prayed several times on the purpose sometimes even praying about the, the your purpose if you're not ready to receive it mm. and you're not ready to understand Boy, it. Boy, you better preach. Boy, <laughs> you, know, you better preach. How can you fully live in that purpose? Let's just pause for a minute and reflect on what he said. And I guess in terms, because I've said this before myself, don't pray for something if you're not prepared for it. Right. Because when it comes, you won't know what to do with it. And I didn't know what to do with it because I, I felt like he spoke, <laughs> you know, God spoke to me several times about what my purpose could potentially be. And what he wanted me to do but I was still confused at the end of my prayer so I would hear him but then you know another issue that I that I had was well how do I get there and then that that fear and that confusion led me to not make moves well, and so you know then it puts me in a position where okay well I only want to make a move that I that I know what the outcome is going to be mm, and that, that played a big part of me not moving forward in, in terms of even faith and if you have faith in God, then you move without even seeing what the next steps will be. And so it took me a long time in the process and the journey. We're going to get into that in the next episode, so stay tuned. Um, but it took me a long time to understand and realize that purpose and faith goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? It's because you can't have purpose if you don't have faith. When you think about it. You can't tell the creator how he made the creation and what he made it for. And I think that we are on a search. Each and every one of us are, are constantly seeking and, and reading all of these self-help books and reading all of these, listening to all of these TV shows and going to therapy, which I support wholeheartedly. But I believe therapy is an asset and it's something that can help, but it's not where you're going to find purpose. Like, God can use therapy, but you still have to seek God to find what your purpose is. And I believe that we're trying to find and have God speak through certain things, but we're not asking God, where does he want to speak or how does he want to speak to us? Sometimes the how-to God is saying, I don't need you to figure out all the details. I got that covered. I just need you to walk into what I said and be obedient with when I tell you to go. Because yeah. we need the how, we need the lay, play by play. We need the blueprint, we need it laid out. Because, come on guys, we, we love seeing. Like, we all know how it is when you're dealing with a GPS and you can't see, but yay, 
amount that we're zooming out and we've all done it. We've zoomed all the way out to see, hey, where is this taking me? Why am I making this turn? Why am I doing this? And we question it. And if we be honest, if you look at a GPS and you look at when you're using a GPS, how many of you guys have actually turned or not followed the GPS because you thought it was wrong or you thought it was a route that it shouldn't be taking you because you knew a shorter route? So in other words, if God gave us the blueprint, how many of us would have been like, nah, this is the wrong way to get to it. Or I know a quicker way. Or let's go this route. We would probably, go we know we talk God out of it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's even in the same token with me and when I went to school, I think the reason why I excel so well when I was in school is because you have a, a, mm -hmm. a kind of a, what do they call that? Academic um, plan. I create plan. them on a daily. <laughs> right, a plan. Um, and you choose your own schedule and you choose your own way of, of the classes that you want to take in order to, to graduate. And I, 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 com I combat that because as an academic person, as a registrar who creates schedules for students where they don't get a say in what they do, they just now have to see the class pop up. I create it on a daily. So yeah. now it's kind of sitting them. They can't see. They can't tell me they want to take this because if we have a certain route to go, they only can go the route that we have to offer. And I believe that you can find revelation in everything. So right now I'm finding revelation that the same way I create schedules and we have to follow a certain wheel. We don't alter the wheel. If the wheel says this, we do what the wheel says. And sometimes we need to understand that God's wheel is better than ours. That's the struggle that we always have is that understanding that, that God has the, the ultimate understanding and the ultimate vision of what he sees, mm -hmm. you know, that we can't see. And so, um, you know, going back to the college schedule is that we're able to create a plan or, or we go to a advisor and then they tell us, okay, well, this is the, this is the type of classes that you should take. You take this, you take that, you take this. And because I was able to stick to a schedule and to stick to a plan, that's how I was able to, to graduate, you know, because it wasn't just like regular life where, okay, you have a nine to five, but then how do you make it out and be successful you know, as an entrepreneur? Because you, there's so many avenues that you can take. There's this, there's no set schedule. There's no mm -hmm. set plan. <laughs> and I think that's what, you know, caused me a lot of heartache after I graduated was because I didn't know how to maneuver now. You know, we, we are stuck in this bubble when we when we go to college of, okay, well, this is what you take. This is, you know, how to how to navigate it. And then you have advisors there helping you to navigate and get you to a graduation point, even in high school. But when you graduate, you the advisors are gone. Now you have, it's just really you trying to make a way and become successful in your own right. And so what I had to realize is that God is that now advisor for me. You know, and, and once I was able to realize that and understand that God is my advisor, he's the one who's able to show me purpose day to day and show me what I should be doing day to day and where I should be going. My life became easier. My life became more of a uh, of a. On obedience, just, just acts and she'll be able to, to, to lead me. I challenge that because at the same token, I feel as though when you're seeking God, you already have confidence. Like we said the last time, the Holy Spirit leave, lives inside of each and every one of us. With that being said, the Holy Spirit should be should be itching or scratching at the surface of your heart to guide you left, to guide you right, and you feel confident that this is what I know. I, I don't always think that when 
we put so much on God. But I think it goes back to have a childlike faith. And God always wanted us to have a childlike faith where when God tells us something, we just do it with, we just do it. We but how it. difficult is that? That's the most difficult thing to do. But if it wasn't just... difficult, then it wouldn't be worth it. The best things in life are the hardest things to do. Are the hardest things to do. It's, it's because if we be honest, the things that don't taste good are probably the things that are the healthiest for us. And it's just, it's pills that we can't swallow. So when seeking purpose, I would say, understand that yes, God, seek God through everything. Number two though, ensure that as you're seeking God, you're understanding that he's instilling wisdom and knowledge in you so now you can apply it. We still gotta follow through with the actions. God could whisper in our ears. He can whisper to our heart, but we have to be the ones to move. And that practical application of the knowledge will be small steps. Purpose, walking in purpose may not look like taking the big steps of being on a platform. Sometimes walking in purpose will be the tiny littlest steps of working under somebody who you don't like. That is serving purpose because it's cultivating something inside of you so that when you get to that platform, when you get to that place that God wants you to be, now you can serve it in the fullness that he has you to serve it. Because sometimes we're not equipped to get to the platform just yet. No, I mean, how can you be equipped to get to the platform if you haven't really applied the obedience factor day to day? You know what I mean? Like God is going to lead you someplace, but if you're not obedient to see it all the way through, then what good is it to get halfway and not reach to the end? You know, and so that was for me, the the entire portion of my life after college has all just been this constant obedience factor of, okay, well, if you understand that you are to be obedient and hearken to my voice, then I'll, I'll lead you to exactly where your heart desires. And he ultimately know what my heart desires is because he's the creator he's god who created me so because he created me he's able to know me in a way that i don't even know myself and so when i was able to understand that i needed to relinquish control that i have on my on my life and just allow god to control it for me it was a no-brainer for me let's just highlight those two words relinquish control that's the hardest thing that to is do per that that is purpose that that is purpose and if you think about it in talking about the purpose of uh, the fruit of it all and what's the purpose of the fruit of it all relinquishing control is a big part of that of course we have to take our hands god will never put his hands on something that we're holding on too tight to god ain't gonna fight for us he and when i say he's not gonna fight for us he's not gonna fight with us to have something that we are fixated on having our hand in or being in the driver's seat because we can't pray to the the God that we serve and have the ability to say, God, you do this, you do that, you do this. But we're still trying to be out here in the driver's seat because now we're contradicting our own selves and our prayers. And God is like, your actions are saying something other than what your words are saying. But you also have to understand that God doesn't want any other God before him. Not so any, any, anything that you put before God, he's coming after that and he's going to attack that. Ooh, he's snatching it. Because it's just like, to me, it's a direct, and I said this in the last episode, it's a direct slap to God when you are putting things ahead of him. How can you put something ahead of him and he's the ultimate creator? He's the one who created this entire because we're world. Greedy. Right? It, it is a definite We, we are greedy. greedy. We, we, we want what we want, but we want the blessings that God could give. 
Because what we want isn't always what God's will is, right? So we want what we want. We want, say, certain relationships. We want to have, in some cases, for some men or some women, they want this person. They want that. They want their preferences. They want money. They want success. They want fame. They want notoriety. But God may not have that for you. God may have you serving in the smallest of places. But we want what we want so bad that we would do what we want for what we want. But now when it comes to when God blesses, we want that too. So now we're over here trying to balance two things. And God is like, what I'm going to give you requires a lot more than what you're willing to give me. Oh, you say that again. We don't, <laughs> we don't really give him what he's due, you know, because what he's, what, he's, what he's due is our lives. So I guess when you think about life application, I can apply this the last Probably about eight months, God had me on a journey to a point where um, he has actually convicted me to stop drinking. And it's not that I was drinking excessively or getting drunk. I would have a drink, but God just said in this particular season for you to step into the purpose that I have for you, I need that. I need that gone. He said that to me clearly, and I was getting ready to go on a 40-day fast. And it was only supposed to be for 40 days, guys. Right now, I think I'm on day 80. So we way past that 40, we doubled it in fact. And we're heading to triple plus that. And I realized that if I wanted God's best, I gotta give him my best. So that means I have to die to my flesh and every single thing that I want. And it was the hardest thing, not because of the fact, oh my God, I love liquor. But when we think about culture, when we think about going out, when we think about our circles, when we think about events, if we know, Y'all, we you have a glass of wine, have a drink here, have a mix, nothing crazy, but that's how celebrations are had. So when it happens, it's like, oh my gosh. But God said, what do you want? Do you want to be okay and cool with your peoples? Or do you want to be walking in the purpose of me? And when he said that and he convicted me, y'all, my heart mushed. I was like, you, you got it, God. I, I will give it to you if you want it. He's required of me not only that, he's required of me rice, bread, pasta. He's required of me sweets and candy. He's required of me so much because he's like, for this season, for you to reach purpose, I need your best foot forward. And that's the same thing in terms of having to remove things that you put in front, and put in front of God. Those could have been things that could have been hindering you from having a relationship with, with him. Mm -hmm. Those could have been things that, you know... Um, altered your your train of thought or your clarity of your mind and to anyone who's listening yours may be different yours could be a person you could be laid up with that person right now yours could be a job yours you know what it is now if you're not being real and i think i reference being honest with yourselves before we can be transparent and honest with god with another person we must be transparent and honest with god first and then ourselves second you got to lay it out there. If it's that person that you're wanting and you know God is telling you step away from that, so be it. If it's money and he's saying you're greed, that greediness where you're constantly seeking and chasing the bag and he's saying chase me instead, you have to be honest about that. And I don't think many people are able to be that real because they're looking for money, but they're looking for God's blessing at the same time. I mean, that, that's a whole nother topic to get into. We definitely will get in, into that and finances and money and, and how to be able to navigate the both of those. But it ultimately stems from what this whole season is going to be about, which is the fruit of it all. Going to God for, for all of 
you know, the blessings that you could possibly receive. Um, you know, in today's specific episode, the purpose is for us to kind of navigate what God's purpose is for us and how to navigate that purpose and more so how to distinguish between, you know, what, how to, how to get to that purpose. If I, if I said that already, I'm, I'm sorry, but I think for me, what I'm trying to get at is, is the understanding of purpose is one thing, but then how to walk in the purpose is another thing. Somebody said to me, okay, well, you know, I just seek opportunities because those opportunities will lead to my purpose. But then my response is, well, then how do you know what your purpose will be or is if you if you don't know, if you haven't seeked it from God first? So now you're seeking all these opportunities, but but what if one of those opportunities could have been your purpose and you didn't even know it and it bypassed you?